Hey everybody, this is Joe McCall and this is REI in your car. I know that you all love my music, every single episode I do, right? So yeah, I've asked for feedback and I got it. And uh, it's good mixed all across the board. Everybody has an opinion. And so uh, that's why I'm doing it. I like, I, I'm trying to do different music every, uh, every episode. So I think maybe I'm done with feedback because, yeah, I, I mean, feedback on the music. If you want to give me feedback on the podcast, feel free. And by the way, let me just tell you guys, too, don't forget, if you go to this phone number, you can text me or call me, leave a voicemail or text me your feedback. And one more thing I want to start doing on these daily podcasts is I venture into this highway, turning right, risking my entire life on this fast highway. All right. It's, uh, this, here's the phone number, 636-255-8815. 636-255-8815. Text me or call me and let me know if you have a question. Is there, if there's a topic or a question you want me to talk about, in one of these daily podcasts, please text that number and call that number, and I will do what I can to get your question answered. Now, in case some of you are wondering, uh, that phone number I've got set up, yes, it is fed through call rail into Podio. And it's a pretty simple setup. Every time somebody texts me or calls that number and leaves a voicemail or texts, it goes right into my Podio. It's so cool. Um, so... I'm looking forward to getting your feedback. If you have any questions, things that you want me to talk about, maybe even a deal. Do you have a deal that you're working on that you want my advice on? Like, what would I offer them? Or if you want to do maybe a lease purchase on a particular deal, how would you structure a lease purchase? One of the things I like to do when I'm making offers on properties is make multiple options. Give them multiple options and something like a letter of intent. So, by the way, you should make an offer to every single lead that comes in, right? So... Let's say you get a lead and the seller's just not motivated and they're not having a real desire or motivation to sell real quick. Well, you should still send them an offer, and I like to send them multiple offers, different options. Give them a cash offer. <clears throat> Maybe I should do an episode on that in the future. That's really important. Uh, I give them a seller financing offer, and I give them a lease purchase offer. And different um, scenarios because it's something that, gives them options and that's something your competition's not doing. I've talked about that before. Uh, and the cool thing about the way I do it is we put it in the mail. We send them an email, but we also put it in the mail and we follow up with them every single week. I mean every month, sorry, every month. But they have something in the mail with options in it, right? And chances are they're going to keep it. And maybe after they've had some time to cook, they get some motivation and you know what? They will call you. That's something, again, if you want to stand out above your competition and do more deals, whoever does the most follow-up wins. Whoever has the most customers wins. Whoever spends the most money for a customer wins. And whoever does the most follow-up will always do more deals. And, in fact, of all the lists that you could ever buy or try to mail to, the best list is always the follow-up list. Your follow-up list will always be your best list, okay? So what I want to talk about today in this episode is... This whole thing about licensing, and it's a hot topic. It's been a hot topic for the last year, and there's a lot of fear out there. A lot of people are afraid 
that wholesaling is becoming illegal or at least very difficult to do. And there's some parts of the country where real estate, local real estate commissions are really cracking down on wholesalers. And it's getting a lot of attention and publicity. Uh, you know, I've posted something on Facebook and got a lot of comments and feedback about it. And what I want to do in this is just give you a few tips uh, of, while I'm driving, nonetheless, <laughs> uh, on what you need to think about so you don't get out of hot water. Now, let me just say this first. You can forget about arguing the whole equitable interest thing and that you have your principle. I know that's valid, right? And that totally makes sense. And you could fight that until you're blue in the face. Here's the problem, though. Um, it's very hard to win that argument. When a real estate commission, which is, by the way, usually made up of all realtors, at least in Missouri, I think it's all realtors except one person is not a realtor, which is kind of frustrating to me to begin with. I mean, how could this bureaucracy be made up of realtors that are have a vested interest in keeping everything inside of their little club but okay regardless and in full disclosure i am a realtor um, although i am mainly first an investor but i do have my license okay don't use it necessarily but i have my license and it's nice to be able to get to have all the, the i think the benefits outweigh the costs and so i do recommend to people that you get your license it's not necessary you don't have to have your license to wholesale deals, but I actually recommend it. I think it's a good idea. You should. Now, I can understand the arguments going the other way, that you shouldn't get it, and those are very valid arguments. So, I don't know. I don't want to debate that. Uh, you should consider it and get it if you can. If you don't want to, that's fine. Now, the only difference is when you are a realtor, when you're licensed and you're wholesaling, you just have to disclose that you're an agent. And there's more rules you have to follow, and uh, some of them are stupid, but you got to follow them. All right, so forget about arguing the whole equitable interest thing and that you're a principal. You are right. You're absolutely 100% right. But when you're arguing before a real estate commission that's made up of realtors, you're not going to win that argument. And in fact, if you ever do get a letter from the commission, uh, you probably should seek legal advice, but it's almost just not worth the fight. You know, you, you need to play the game of... Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be polite, but, you know, you need to... You need to bend over and kiss their feet and say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and apologize. It's basically what you need to do. That's my advice. Uh, okay, so what are some things you can do to avoid getting into that situation? Well, I'm going to give you six or seven things here, okay? Um, number one, it's important. You need to go into your deals with the full intent of actually buying the property. That's the big thing that gets their you-know-what in a wad is that you go there's too many wholesalers going out there brokering deals that are trying to put together buyers and sellers without a license to put together buyers and sellers that is brokering you need a license to do that let's just be clear with about that the real way the traditional way that we wholesale deals it's not like that at all we're not putting together buyers and sellers we are the buyer we go into a deal with the full intent of buying it and if we decide you know what we don't want to buy it we can just sell or assign the contract, okay? Many times we do buy it, we fix it up, we sell it. Sometimes we'll buy it, not even fix it up, and turn it around a second later and sell it for a profit, okay? There's nothing wrong with buying a deal for sale by owner, by owner, and then turning around and selling it a second later, marking it up, and selling it again by owner. Nobody's arguing that. What the, what the point is, what the issue is, is that the way a lot of people do it now 
is it looks like they are brokering without a license. You know, when you put things in your contract like this offer is contingent on uh, me finding another buyer, well, that that's not good. That looks like brokering, okay? Uh, when you say things like, or when you only put down $10 earnest money, it does not look like you have any serious intent on buying that house, okay? Um, so you need to be able to prove, if you're ever called to the carpet, that you had the intent and the means to buy the house if you wanted to. Now, that means you need to have access to money, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But um, So it's always important to actually have the means and the intent to buy the house. You can... You can uh, it doesn't mean you have to, but you need to have the means. So which means, you know, simple things like you need to have access to some cash. And that could be either from transactional funding, from private lenders, your own cash. It could be from business lines of credit. You know, I did a webinar uh, a few months ago with these guys from, I forget the name of the company. They're changing the name. That's why it's um, Credit Card Builders is the name of the company, but they're changing it to something else. Uh, if you go to REIM Credit, I believe. Yes, it is REIM Credit, REIM for Real Estate Investing Mastery, REIMCredit.com. I did a podcast with these guys uh, back in, I released it in March, I believe, or April. April or March. So go listen to that. It's really good. But these guys have a system set up where they can get you business credit cards. And I, I've been looking into the back office of the people that have signed up. I don't have access to that, but they've been showing me uh, the people that have been signing up. And it's it's ridiculous. I mean, these guys are getting $75,000, $125,000, not all of them, some of them, of business lines of credit through these business credit cards. It's it's pretty cool. But you could use something like that to buy these deals and fund them if you have to. Does that make sense? So be thinking about that you got to have access to some money to buy these houses if you wanted to and if you can. And if you change your mind, that's fine, but this is really important. You always need to advertise and sell the contract, not the house. You can't advertise a house that you don't own. That's what gets these real estate commissions all uptight. So when you are advertising, if you change your mind, you don't want to buy the house, you just need to advertise the contract and not the house. Does that make sense? All right, so my next tip, if you want to avoid getting on the radar of the local real estate commissions, is partner with a local rehabber, okay? One of the things that you can do if you've got a good, well, I should even say this in advance before all of this stuff. The most important part of this is you've got to have a rock-solid buyer's list. You need to have a really good buyer's list, all right? That's so important. It's going to save you tons and tons of headache. Not just with the real estate commission, but with your spouse, okay? Because you, you'll start making money. You actually will start making a lot of money in this wholesaling business if you have a good buyers list. So um, you got to have good buyers. And if you have good buyers, you know all you need to do to sell these deals is to make a phone call, send a few text messages, maybe a couple emails, right? It's really important to have a good buyers list because then uh, you, you're just you're just going to make money a lot faster. Save yourself a lot of headache and hassle. Um, and the reason why it's so good to have buyers as well is that these guys can tell you what's a good deal and what's not. So before you even get it under contract, you have a buyer in mind that you know wants this kind of a deal. You get it under contract, and you can double close it if you want. You can assign the contract if you want. But it's just all done so quickly and easily. It's painless, okay? Um, hold on one second here. I'm going to pull over because i got to look at my notes. I'm 
going off of memory right now. Um, all right, so I pulled over. You guys can relax. I'm not going to get in an accident. Okay, so if you want to partner with a local rehabber, um, you can put, like, as a buyer on the contract, something along the lines of, you know, your name and or LLC to be formed. All right, if you wanted to partner with a local rehabber. So then, you know, uh, you partner with the rehabber, and you, you can change the contract to the name of an LLC, and then after the deal closes, maybe you can work something out with your rehabber that you get paid. Now, those details and how that kind of technically is built, you'll have to figure that out. Um, I don't have the time to kind of go into those details. Um, the third thing you can do, number one, is always go into the, the, the deal with the intention of actually closing out. Number two, partner with a local rehabber. Number three, double close. Yeah, actually close on the property. Then it's not a big deal. You can turn around and actually sell it. Um, so you need to have access to funds that you could actually close on it if you wanted to. And if you have to use transactional funding and there's fees with that, just, just put it into your price, okay? Um, the fourth thing that you should consider and think about is maybe hire a realtor to market your contract. This can be done. You just got to ask around and find somebody willing to do that for you. Um, if you get a property under contract and you're working with a friend who's a realtor or a broker, talk to them if they're more open to creative real estate things and find out if there's a way that you can actually hire a realtor to market your house, your contract, market the contract for you. doesn't mean you have to put it on the MLS, but you could just have the realtor do that for you, right? Uh, number five, consider getting your license and just listing the house with a listing agreement. So, you know, if your purchase price was 20 grand, let's say, and you want to make a six grand assignment fee, then you just set the sale price at 26,000 and have your commission with the seller be six grand. And they also have to consider the buyer's agent commission, okay? But yeah, there's nothing, that's a 23%, uh, approximately like 23% listing commission, right? Well, there's no law, last I checked, that said the most you can make on a commission is 6%. All right? So if you really want to do it the realtor route, just do a listing agreement, set the commission at 23%, okay, 30%, and do it that way, okay? The other thing I'll say here is one thing that you could do is and think about this. Um, I have never done this personally, but I have a lot of friends that have. Uh, just go ahead and get the house under a contract, under contract in the name of a new LLC, like if you're going to bid on 123 Main Street, go ahead and put the contract in the name of 123 Main Street LLC, okay? If in Missouri right now, I could in most states across the country, you can actually create your own LLC online for about 100 bucks or less. It's super cheap. It's easy to do. You don't have to have an attorney that does it. And you could create an LLC and then just sell the LLC to your end buyer, okay? Uh, get it under contract on a new LLC, and sell the con sell the LLC to your end buyer. And uh, does that help avoid any brokering without a license issues? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But what it could potentially do is just keep again keep everything under the radar because um, you're selling an LLC and you don't need a license to sell LLCs. So the other things I'll say is you know to think about is stop advertising your houses on Craigslist. Uh, just it's not worth it. You should already have a good buyers list that you don't need to advertise on Craigslist. Um, and again, make sure you have a solid buyer's list before you get houses under contract. Uh, make sure you get good deals. I'm looking at my notes here. If you already have good buyers, your buyers will let you know whether you have a good deal or not. And then finally, I'm going to suggest again that you go ahead and consider getting your license. I don't think it's a big deal. The benefits outweigh the costs. All right, so clear as mud. Did I actually uh, clear any of that up for you? Did I give you any good advice? 
if you want to add anything to what I just said, please call that phone number I gave at the beginning and uh, text me your th comments or thoughts. Let me know if I'm full of it or if maybe I forgot something. Or do you have a question about what I just said? Here's the phone number again. You ready? 636-255-8815. 255-8815, area code 636. And I will uh, respond to your question or comment on a future episode. Is that cool? All right, guys, listen, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I got some spots open in my coaching program. To do that, you just need to go to joemccall.com slash coaching. joemccall.com slash coaching. And you know what else is really cool if you're still listening to this? If you want somebody, if you want a team to help set up all your systems and do all your marketing, I mean literally do all your marketing, get you the VAs to do all your follow-up for you, help you build your buyer's list, market to realtors, create a bird dog network, we got that covered. We have systems right now that we've been doing now for a couple, three years where we help people get everything set up in their business to do all the marketing they need. It's pretty cool. If you want more information about that, go to joemccall.com slash coaching, joemccall.com slash coaching. Now, I'll tell you this. They do have one serious criteria, okay? You've got to have some money. <laughs> if you're broke, uh, we can't help you with that, all right? So you need to have at least $500 to $1,000 a month for marketing. There is an upfront fee. We can get on the phone and talk about that. But it's pretty cool. We've had we've been doing this for a while now. We've been having tremendous success. Clients all over the country that are doing a ton of deals. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to be in this market. And a lot of people get stuck and hung up with all of the stuff they got to do. We've got you covered. We'll do your podio. We'll set up your websites. We'll set up your phone systems. We'll set up your direct mail. We'll buy your lists. We'll mail the mail for you. We'll even offer the VAs to do all your follow-up and for you. And the stuff I talked about, sending offers, uh, our team can do that for you. Is that cool? If you want more information about that, again, the website, joemccall.com slash coaching. You'll get on the phone with either myself or one of my associates. Cool. All right, guys, this has been a longer podcast than I thought. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you can hear me. I I'm actually using my headset right now, and so I'm curious to know how the good the audio quality is. All right, take care, guys. See ya. Bye.